Hi everyone, this is Jen and Sam and welcome to our podcast Miracle Mindset. Where we give you our unsolicited, probably unwanted advice. But if you want to become the best version of yourself, start believing in yourself a little bit more, then tune in every Sunday for the podcast. Cheers. Bye. So as you know, we currently don't have a sponsor yet. We don't really want to get anything on unless you fully believe in it. So whilst we wait for the perfect sponsor, we're going to sponsor ourselves. So as you will probably have seen by now, we do have our first product out. We're so, so, so proud and happy with it. It's a deck of 50 affirmation and journal prompt cards. So the reason behind doing this is we've had affirmation cards before where we've not felt like they were that personal to us or didn't kind of resonate with them. So we've made it so that you can really delve a little bit deeper into your mind, your journey, what's true to you. Yeah, so we've split a lot of the questions up between like relationships, career, mindset, and with the affirmation comes a journal prompt. So each morning we want you to stay off your phones, journal, get a little bit more mindful, and the affirmations, when you obviously delve a little bit deeper into them, they'll manifest easier for you, you'll feel so much more aligned to them, and we're so excited to bring you them. So it's 50 days of consistent journaling for you, reprogramming your mind, and we know how important it is to do that, so we're so excited to bring you them. You can buy them on our website or our Etsy store. Message us on Instagram if you have any other questions. We'll obviously always be happy to speak to you, but yeah, hopefully you love them as much as we do. Hi everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Miracle Mindsets, where we give you our unsolicited and probably unwanted advice. Oh I, literally, I was listening to that on the plane from like a third party spectator and I was like, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> Rocky Denial 9. think is the app then? I thought it was sick. I messaged you after it actually. I was like, wow, she's giving some really good advice here. No, wow, thank you very much. So it's quite motivational, you know, by Thank the you end. very much. Have you listened to mine? I doubt it. No, not yet. Oh, you I don't listen to any podcasts at the minute. Schnurk. But somebody told me to listen to How to Not Give a Fuck. Matthew Hussey and Jay Shetty's podcast absolutely bangs. Like, it's the best relationship podcast you'll ever listen to. So I will link it down below. But I, I sent it to Kiva and she was like, wow. Really? What is it, yeah. just one episode? Just one episode, yeah, but obviously Jay Shetty beautiful beautiful man full of wisdom but so is Matthew Hussey like he's the the online dating coach guru isn't he so then you never deal with the thing that you're running away from obviously that sounds so obvious to say but for example even now I'll know some things that I keep running away from or keep not dealing with and they'll always come around and bite me back on the arse in probably the same situation that was in before and like it might be something that you don't come across often so like maybe like how you react to when somebody says like a certain trigger or something and you just instead of dealing with that it's just easier to not think about it and just Mm. run away from it and like distract yourself whereas like the situation will come back around again and you'll just go into the same little turmoil yeah so I think the biggest thing that you can genuinely do for yourself is like slow down a little bit like the 
I think, and obviously I did a podcast about like, if you're struggling and stuff, not even if you're struggling, like in day-to-day life, like if you're quite an avoidant person, like there's traits of an avoidant. And I 100% know that I'm like an avoidant personality. Like if you look up your attachment styles and everything, and we'll definitely, definitely get someone on for attachment styles. Like we will, because I think you can, can really kind of see um, what type of person you are and like you do fit into a mold pretty well do you know what I mean so I think the biggest thing that you can do is really figure out how you attach to other people or how you attach to certain situations like I know for me for example I'm quite like avoidant so like I'll always be very independent or feel like I can't rely on other people so for example like an avoidant could be um if you're like a dismissive avoidant you could be someone who's really self-reliant um if something happens to shake your sense of identity that you'd rather shut off and cut off and be in control or like if you're more like anxious you might be a lot more dependent on other people really dependent in a relationship you might lose your sense of identity um and have quite low self-esteem and high high anxiety when you're in a relationship whereas like if you're secure you're pretty well to trust like you know that if someone's treating you a certain way like your kind of self-worth isn't rocked or shaken so I think if you figure out if you're like quite an avoidant or um an anxious person that you might be running away from your problems out of a fear of like dealing with them um and then obviously however that may look to you whether it's like cutting off all contact of people being the blocker or just running away booking a trip like whatever it may be for you um it's so good to really figure out what type of personality you are so that you know how to deal with it yeah definitely I think though like I'll know that I'm avoiding or like I'll know that I am a runner away but it's still like it's up to you to then still do the work and like still put yourself in a situation to go through it like it's so much easier to just sit and like run away from it it's an easier option and we always want the easier option or like the short-term fix or whatever but then it does just keep on coming back around yeah a hundred percent and a question that I ask myself and like I've a hundred percent like this is what I was saying to Jen before when we like we literally have a we've literally been on this call for like probably over two hours now haven't we just because we've just had a massive catch-up but I was saying to Jen, like, because me and her, like, as you all know, like, literally two peas in a pod, like, very avoidant, like, we'd rather just, like, drink drink it away in Aperol and book a trip, and, like, it's fucking great, like, I love that, but then it also comes home where, like, you're still avoiding what you need to do you know what I mean like you're you're avoiding what is what technically is happening and shutting it off but I think like a huge thing that I've learned is that like if you don't put your two feet into something and you're constantly running away or constantly always needing to be in control or have your shit together or always be looking like you're on top of your game or whatever it may look to you like you always want to seem like you're on the go or there's so many little actions that will tell you that like you're trying to just avoid what is sometimes and like you're too scared to sit with yourself it's like (laughs) it's like there's time to charm it's like when you've got something on your to-do list and like you're going out and like you're having a great time and everything looks great and like whatever but that thing on your to-do list isn't going away and it's just building up a bit of stress and (laughs) a bit of worry and like oh god like I still really need to do that and then you just getting pissed off at people taking up your time or like going into work thinking oh god like I still need to do that it's like that like there's something simmering under the surface that you need to like untie like release the knot like 
just figure out and then it'll all just like flow a little bit better and be a little bit fresher and other, rather than this one moldy grape brewing in the bunch. <laughs> yeah, because honestly, that one moldy grape will spread. And I think yeah. like, yeah, what we were saying before, when I um, used to work at Liquid, like they did um, like a test on your commitment to things. So they, they'd test you and say, if your boss said that you had a promotion, like how would this make you feel? Or if someone like said that you're a bad person, how would that make you feel? And it really made you, uh, showed you kind of like what, like what issues matter to you. So whether it be like, you really need to feel like you're part of a group or respected or whatever. Um, and so when I did that and she said she was the person that said, oh, you'll, you never seem to dip two feet in, like you might be in work, but you'll never give it 100% because you don't want to fail or you might have all these grand plans, but they never seem to come into fruition because you don't want to take the first step. So there's so many things that you might be doing that is purely out of a fear of not getting it right or fear of rejection or fear of abandonment. So even with the dating thing with you, Jen, like, like, there was things coming up for you that where you were just like oh no it straight away wasn't it and that's completely normal like everyone gets the ick but then you've got to question yourself and say am I like blocking something so the the things are blocking like you're blocking yourself from to keep yourself safe so whether it be like love or adventure or travel is the same thing that is blocking your blessings as well because like for me for example I've said this definitely before but so fucking scared of love like I'd do anything to run away from it and now that I've like I've been through a proper relationship I'm like thank god that I let those walls down because at first like it was so much easier to oh like I'm on the go I'm being so independent like I'll never lose me in a relationship like that was literally my mindset and that was running away from the fact that I was just so scared of love do you know what I mean so scared of getting my heart broken so scared of this so scared of that but actually letting the walls down and going through it, like fair enough, highs and lows, but the actual like experience that you get from that is so much more empowering than just like running away or blocking yourself from things that could be really, really good for you. Yeah, definitely. I 100% agree. I think like it can, it can hold you back from so much when you don't like let yourself go into the things that you're running away from. They're probably the things that you most should do. Like, I'll run away, for example, from, like, so when I wanted to move to London, I was so scared that, like, it wasn't the right time or ever. So, like, I had all these plans. Oh, I'm going to move to London, to Bali. I'm going to move to Australia. I'm going to do this. Like, rather than, I knew that I wanted to do London. There was probably things in London that was, like, scary that I was avoiding. Like, maybe, whatever it may be, like, meeting new, like, new people settling down a little bit more like going into a new job like all these different things that I was just nervous to like you say put two feet into because I was like what if it's not the right decision or like what if I'm not ready for it like all these fears and anxieties just coming up and just not going into it and thinking instead oh let me move halfway across the world for a month and like just try and muster through it's so true and I literally remember that period, like that period, and we were saying this before as I won't be like, when you actually overcome, so it's fine being on the go and it's fine. But like before London, Jen had a period of like solitude, didn't you? Where like you were very much so like not really going out that much and like just sitting with yourself. And it is uncomfortable. Like we love distraction as people. We love distraction. Like if we've not got plans on the weekend, it's like, oh my God, I'm lonely. Like I'm failing. Like everyone's living but me but what we've really got to understand especially is like 
our generation where everyone's doing everything and everything's broadcasted is that like you've still got time and like if you're constantly jumping on other people's plans always being busy to avoid like uncomfortable feelings of like being on your own or whatever really question why because when you sit with yourself in solitude and like when you work on yourself you actually figure out what you genuinely want to do maybe not maybe it's not every single week going down to like the the pub on the corner with that group of friends because that's just what you do it might genuinely be like oh actually like I've always said that I wanted to start my own business or get into property or travel or go and do a season somewhere like it could be anything but because you're just trying to constantly avoid like sitting with yourself or just being still for a little bit you don't you don't even know what you genuinely want for yourself and want for your future we read this thing before and it said that we're actually like hardwired to avoid discomfort and pursue pleasure and that is literally the definition of how so many of us live our lives like oh instead of like thinking that I need to go home sort of that stuff out let me just go and get drunk at the pub with my mates and just like move on from it and all this stress is just going to pile up and pile up but that's next week's problem because mm-hmm. I can't deal with that right now I'm just gonna like short-term fix over long-term gain sometimes yeah. it's like what what we tend to go for and it's it's just not the most beneficial to us and I think like that's such a disciplined thing to realize that like realize when to hold yourself back from things like that and really invest time into the bigger picture oh fully like obviously like I was saying this to Jen before last night like I fully just it's probably one of the first weekends ever in my life like that I've just sat in and did nothing and I was like like went on Instagram for a little bit scrolled and I was like oh like you know that's a trigger Sammy like you literally know it's a trigger and I'd just like had a night in for myself and I was like long-term gain like for plans for my future I know I want to save I know that at this point in my life I'm trying to distract myself and so like there's so much power in doing nothing like I was speaking with a girl from she lives in London and she went through such a bad breakup not even a bad breakup but like he was just not the best to her like uh, broke up with her on um over the phone which I just think come on guys like yeah. that isn't okay <laughs> um but she said like even when all of her mates are going out in London um she would just sit in and like it's so difficult um but it's so so healthy to do for yourself and like a, a person who's fine in their own solitude and can ma- like can put the energy of like what they usually put into other people into themselves and sit there she said it was the most game-changing thing for her like she just like meditate she'd like play music and cook and like do things with a body and like just like pain and things like that do you know what I mean just very much stuff that's really wholesome and that she'd never do because usually she'd be out just getting drunk and avoiding things and she has leveled the fuck up like I literally like she's just a completely different person now and you can see it in everything that she does and it's not to say that she's not living a life now because she fully is she's out every weekend but those periods like I know it's difficult to sit with yourself sometimes and not distract yourself but trust me like it's so powerful and the amount of like strength that you get when you're actually okay being on your own is mad we said recently in an episode where we were talking about like spirituality and spiritual awakenings and things how we didn't realize how much our time off last year doing nothing was such Mm. a spiritual awakening it was because like even if sometimes we felt like we could have been doing more or like 
doing even more like soul searching or mindset work just to have that time alone and with your thoughts and like really getting to know yourself and I don't know just like thinking all I have to do is think about like me and the plans where I want to go and does that really sound like the best thing what's holding me back from it like just all that time on your own is so so powerful I actually booked like a yoga class today and like I'm just gonna have a proper day to like sort things out and just time off and I'm, I can't even wait I'm so excited oh, like wow. I miss going to yoga and like when we'd go and do the crystal sound bath on the Sunday night and things and when I first came to London I wanted to prioritize that because I remembered how good it was for my mindset and how much further ahead I felt like I was getting and then I knew that it would ha- I knew that it would happen and like obviously it has but like I would just get so busy caught up in plans but I don't know I just value that time and reflection and like mindset work so much for having the time to get through the blocks or like journal things that usually you'd run away from or like it would be easier to without even knowing just as you go about your day-to-day and you're dead busy and you don't think that you're running away necessarily but also at the same time nothing is necessarily moving forward or changing or growing or like as a person personally with your mindset you're not getting ahead like you used to be or you know that you could be and so I like I'm prioritizing now putting that time back into myself the same way that people say that they go to the gym and it's therapy for them like I know somebody who went through a really messy divorce and just got really into the gym and stuff and he was like it's literally my therapy if I'm having a really bad day at work then I'll go there and I come out of it with a fresh perspective and instead on the other hand like some people might just think like oh I'm gonna go home and just like I've had such a bad day today I'm just gonna drink a bottle of wine or I'm gonna watch tv all night and I'll go back in tomorrow and hopefully it'll be better like yeah I'm sure it would be and sometimes like that can feel like the nicest thing to do but it is avoiding it is running away and Mm. having like the time to work through things is where like you get your answer that you're really looking for wow genuinely exactly that I think what you were saying then is well sometimes you can work on your mindset and feel like nothing's changing but you've really really got to trust that beneath like if you're thinking of your head as like this soil garden here I go with an analogy again you are planting the seeds and genuinely if you carry on working on it and like carry on working through those blocks carry on just really getting it very aware of the things that you that your actions first of all so um the book that I'm reading sacred powers he was saying the power of attention so where you place your attention is obviously where all your energy will flow. And then to set the intention, where's, where is your attention going all, all day, every day? Like you've really got to get honing on that. So is your attention going to success, to uplifting yourself, to wholesomeness, to healing, or is it going to like negativity, anxiety? You've really, really got to figure out where you are placing your intention. And then set the intention so I intend to feel good today I intend to heal myself I intend to do this spiritual work or journal because I want to feel like this and then your actions will flow from that and that is how you start to create change and healing and then even in Stefan's book like he says if you go and do a problem deal with it head on so like give yourself a time frame give yourself like three days wallow feel how you feel really dig deep like journal the shit out of how you're feeling so if you have if you have an issue it might be something so trivial so it might be like why am I so avoidant with this person 
get down all your thoughts, allow yourself to really dwell on it, meditate on it, whatever, get all your answers. And then on day two, go back to your wholesome things. So if you know that you love the gym or if you know that like you love your yoga or whatever, book the class in again. And then by by the end of your time frame, you should be back to all your healthy stuff, but you've processed the information. You've not avoided it. You've not like tried to get rid of it. You've allowed yourself a certain amount of time to dwell. You know that there's an end date, which you've definitely said before, haven't you, Gal? Like give yourself a time period where you can dwell and where you can think and then know that the good times are coming again. You're going to get back to yourself. I used to do that with overthinking all the time. And I think like even now being around people who, I don't know, maybe like dwelling on something like a boy or something, it's not healthy. Like to look at it from the outside in, from the outside in, the outside looking in. Mm. Is that the same? Yeah. yeah I think it's, that. Um, it's not. And like, fair enough, it's relatable. And like everyone can understand like being caught up on something or overthinking a situation. But when it gets to a point where nothing is coming of that, then it's time to move on and like Mm. sometimes running away as well can look like running away with your feelings and like running away into like the darkness and like just really getting caught up into that and just dwelling and getting deeper and deeper and victim mode and oh my god everything it is so bad at the moment and in the meanwhile you're not dealing with any of the right okay well what could this be teaching me or where could this be guiding me to or what good could actually come of this or what can I learn from this and move on and what different boundaries are put in place but instead it's just like oh look at me I can't believe this is happening again oh my god literally 100% that is so true like you can literally run like running away from your problems can also mean running and telling every Tom Dick and Harry about them and it being the narrative of your life for this season like oh god it was a terrible season that like oh and just again and again and again it's the same story but just ask what is that doing for you fair enough you get in love and care off other people you're relating to them it's really nice to feel understood but there comes a point where you need to check yourself and say look am I helping myself in this situation talking about a problem to an extent problem shared is a problem hop it's also water in the roots it's also replaying it 200 times in your head it's also going over it and over it again and again so that it becomes a habit to think about it 24 7 put a limit on it don't scatter it to anyone that will listen and like you say make it into a bigger and bigger issue and yeah the narrative of your life for this season and oh my god like I had a really tough time as well the ability to move on from things and like get better from it and like water off a duck's back vibes mm-hmm. <laughs> is so powerful yeah 100% so that's the thing I'd say give yourself time to process the shit like the, like anything what you're going through that and you know what as well certain things take longer than others like if you're dealing with like the loss of a loved one or a money issue or financial issue or whatever it may be for you like problems are legitimate and we're not like this is what we're saying like it will take time to genuinely deal with an issue and it's like we said you can either avoid it or you can either deal with it and dealing with it will make you such a better person but also, yeah, move, like the ability to move on and learn from the situation. Like if you have that mindset and always just remember, like the biggest thing that we always say is questions, 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 always be curious. Just always make sure that you're aware enough in your mind to not let it take over and like check yourself and be like, is this helping me? 
like is carrying on with, like is it time to move on now like is am I doing things for me today am I healing myself and we've done so many videos recently about or sorry podcasts about pouring into yourself knowing your value knowing your worth and I think it does come down to that and it comes down to the point where like you've got to ask yourself law of attraction is what I'm thinking about and is the way I'm acting at the moment and is my like what I'm doing for myself is that attracting what I want is that attracting what I want to attract are these thoughts helping me and if they're not you owe it to yourself like it's fair enough someone might have hurt you fair enough someone might have really really pissed you off but the only person that is going to get better from this is you if you decide right enough's enough now I forgive them for me like I forgive them for me and I'm going to be better from this I'm going to be so much better and I'm not going to run away from it I'm going to deal with it and I'm going to come out so much stronger yeah 100% wow there really is such power in not running away isn't there yeah not running away from an argument sometimes like it's so easy to let things slide and yeah I do agree like pick your battles and things but like don't like stand up for what you believe in and like get stronger on that narrative as well like I think for me sometimes I'm such a pushover and then it started to like really manifest itself into me just thinking that like I didn't know what I wanted or I didn't know what I stood for or like that's a narrative in itself exactly exactly and then instead of, of like just thinking oh yeah that's fine whatever okay yeah we'll do this or like and just constantly feeling like shit or like not heard or something stand up for yourself and like speak your mind 100% and even um how funny were those um stories the other day of me oh and David god. Wilson oh my god I know <laughs> but like I used to be and I, I do definitely think you get this when you we were saying this before like the uncertainty sometimes of being on the go and things ending gives you an angst and you feel like you can't commit to anything like it's definitely a thing it's not just like me and you I know a lot of people that are like that but like when times would get hard at the job like I literally quit like I started the day like buzzing literally put a picture on of Britney Spears like with a peace sign and was like starting the day off as number one and like this horrible horrible man proper Scottish like eh don't fucking like proper going mad on the phone to me like so much so that I had to have the phone about 15 centimeters away from my ear and you could still hear this belching Scottish accent <laughs> And like no management were there. So like, I just, you know what I thought? Like, fuck this, I quit, I quit, went home, sobbed. And I was like, oh my God, I can't quit. Like I've literally got, like I've literally got Dubai, Oslo, Thailand booked for next month. Um, And it was so impulsive then, but went in the next day and they sacked me anyway. So I think like there's impulsivity. And I think sometimes as well, like we, we stay in things way too long, even though we know that it's not right. I had a situation at work the other day where I wanted to quit, actually. I walked in on the back end of a conversation and thought that it was about me, just because, obviously, I'd been having, like, these anxieties about, like, is it going well, whatever. Hadn't really heard much feedback. And so walked in the back end of the conversation, thought it was about me, and I literally sat there. And for two minutes, I was like, fuck this. Like, I'm just going to quit. And, like, I really started to think in my head, like, how I could feasibly quit? Like, how could I genuinely do it? And then I was like... 
started to text out like a message to our manager and was like oh I think I've just heard this like blah blah, blah. I, like was really gonna like go with all in like victim mode and then I was like seeing the guy who I thought had been on the phone I went up to him and I was like did I just hear this like I was like I might be wrong here but did I just hear this and he was like no not at all and then told me the real thing and, and I found out like it made sense how I thought that it was about me like with what you'd been with the words that I'd heard and then I was like wow I could have really gone home then and gone into complete turmoil wanted to run away from it ruin my night whatever but instead I just went up asked like had a bit of a difficult conversation like said I'd rather just ask you myself than like have to go around the roundabouts and like find out what's true and what's not or like yeah speak to 10 other different people like you say and oh my god I think this is said about me what's been said about you when it wasn't even true wow the power of never assuming you know as well like and what I was thinking then when you were saying that is like you can so you said then like you've not um like you've not really heard much feedback and so a big thing so there's a thing called disc profile I was telling Jen about where it really goes into your personality style and like very very in depth and it's something that if you're like an so one of the categories is influencer and one of the um things that you need is praise reassurance like oh you're doing a really good job and you thrive off that and I think that if you know that and your manager knows that it can create such a better relationship and you'll feel so much better and more secure in yourself but I think you've really got a and that's that comes with knowing yourself as well like if you know that you really thrive when someone compliments something or like you need to let people know that as well do you know what I mean so you could say to your manager for example like oh um my personality style is this like if I'm doing a good job just please let me know because it just it makes me feel a lot more secure and I just like to know that I'm doing a really good job for you because it's important to me and so like your manager could then be like when she sees you doing a good job she might not be a person to give compliments but she might think oh like Jen's done an amazing job say I'm gonna let her know because I know that's important to her and then you'll feel so much more secure and that's what I mean that's not necessarily a problem but I think sometimes like and I was a very high eye so like always love being part of a group and if I don't feel included or welcome it massively makes me feel insecure and my manager knows that now so she said like, oh, like I'm going to be like, when I see you doing a good job, like I'm going to be the first person to be reassuring you and like, letting you know. And so it's so important to really know what makes you, what maybe what your triggers are or what's important for you to feel welcoming a group or welcoming a relationship or welcoming a personality and communicate that because if other people don't know, people aren't even aware of themselves. So they're not going to be aware of you. Do you know what I mean? And people might not be comfortable giving compliments or think it's even important whereas if you know that's important to you communication and working on yourself and being strong enough like you said Jen to speak up and say oh like this is this is important to me or like can I just get clear did you say this so powerful genuinely so powerful I do definitely think like standing up for yourself and like not letting things just simmer below the surface is so good I think that used to be like a real like issue for me I just didn't want to confront anybody like didn't want to have that conversation would just run away from any kind of like confrontation like that but all it was doing was hurting me because like you'd say like I would assume things or I would like go into this turmoil and I would twist whatever the situation was to fit my insecurities about whatever it was so I would remember in 
the got on the Gold Coast. Like I was obviously at the time just like really insecure about like myself or my body or whatever. And so I would twist like little things I'd hear to be about me. And to be fair, like that is complete victim mode and it was something that I had to work through, but I didn't necessarily know it or I thought it would be too hard or too like scary or I believe so much that my insecurities were true that I didn't want to face it. And so I ran away from avoiding any of it and just would be play the victim, make everything about how that would be true. And that's the thing you didn't even know at the time. Like, and that's the thing like, yeah, it's not... It's I, see, I wouldn't even say it's victim mode. I just think it's lack of awareness about what you're struggling with. Like you didn't understand, like you you didn't know then what you knew now. You were 18, 19. So I think give yourself credit that like it would hurt anyone. Do you know what I mean? It'd hurt anyone what people what you thought they said. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like victim mode in terms of I'd made it all to fit that narrative mm. because I believe so much that that was true. Yeah, I didn't necessarily know that I was doing it. But that is what I was doing. Sometimes if you've got something in your head, you will always look for things to confirm it, confirmation bias. And it it drives you fucking up the twist. Genuinely, it drives you mad. Like you've got to really check if your beliefs are accurate and if they're true, because 95% of the time, they're actually not. And they're genuinely not. Oh, I can think of loads of examples of people that we know that like are doing that without necessarily knowing at the moment and just like the stress that it's causing them in their lives mm-hmm. but it's being self-aware is such like a skill it's having time on your own or like going into situations and writing about how you feel and not just like batting it off it's literally it takes time and effort it does and you know what like part of you think sometimes like I, I actually thought the other day I wish I wasn't as like this is a genuine thought I was like I wish I wasn't as like spiritual and self-aware as that as I am because you can always see another person's side and then you can overthink and overanalyze and and I think like I literally thought like oh fuck this I could just wish I was just like not that perceptive sometimes and didn't have to and then actually like the more I go on now I think like having the ability to be able to see things and see different perspectives and go a bit deeper is just it's just such a game changer rather than being so lack like lack of like having such a lack of awareness for other people and so like you see it with other people like hurt people and people who haven't healed themselves and people who are or aren't healing themselves sorry because I doubt anyone ever will be healed but who who isn't healing themselves or doing the work like they'll be so quick to snap at you at work like they'll put all their problems on you like they'll like they'll just be this mad like bull in a china shop with throwing out the problems or being really excessive and you see it because they're not aware of the hurt that they haven't dealt with themselves you know what I mean yeah I'm really starting to think of people like acting out at work particularly like big managers and things I think there just needs to be a little bit more gratitude really like they're coming to you for probably like well definitely less money than you're on probably doing like at least as much work just in a different area and then you're giving them shit the whole time like where's the gratitude like thank you for doing this thank you for like helping us with this like helping supporting my project my idea my career development like why is it such an aggy scenario it's weird that so my manager used to be um 
like a manager of a call center, but like her job was purely to manage people, no admin, nothing. So she spent so much time learning about leadership, learning about people's working styles, which was like the disc model and like learning about each individual and what made them tick and what it takes to be successful and how to deal with people effectively. And she is amazing on call. Like she can diffuse any situation. Like she's so aware of other people and I think wow like that is what it takes to be a leader and a boss and I think sometimes people go into boss positions because of the authority rather than the way they can lead people and shape a business yeah no definitely I think like you've got to be so aware of that though I could fully go into like leadership <laughs> I leadership training you're very aware of other people well even this week like just having some trouble with like the manager at work I just think like you bear like you bear responsibility of all the people below you like how they feel about how they're getting on with things how they're like feeling when they go home how good they feel how like much they improve their training like you literally bear that responsibility and so much of that just goes amiss so if anyone's listening and has trouble with this at work know that it's not all on you yeah and they they do you're right they have a responsibility to like and the thing is I'm going to use Liverpool Football Club as an example just because I love them um but Jurgen Klopp is genuinely the best manager ever like everyone says it he's amazing like he's so he's just the best manager and look where Liverpool have got with and like it it does just go to show that like how you are with other people and the way you build people up like if we came on here shouting at everyone giving them like terrible advice like these are all shit (laughs) like it's not going to make people feel good but because people can relate and can work on things and build things up like it's the same in a job and they owe it to you bitches yeah (laughs) I think sometimes like people get in managerial positions because like they've just beaten their way to the top basically Mm. like just everyone else out the way talk loudest so everyone thinks they're the winner but yeah, Bosch. That's so weird when you said about Liverpool Football Club. So speaking um, to those footballers in in the club, in the club, in the club last night. And then club? one of you know was, we went to the North Coast. You know where we went the pub. Yeah, it's just such a vibe in there though. So much potential just flying about. It's unbelievable. Mm. Um, and then yes, we went in there, and there was like this group of footballers, and one of them was like blue or red. And I presumed it was because he heard that I was from Manchester. And I think, would you do the same? Or would you say, like, oh, actually, Liverpool? Because do you automatically think then United or City? Um, I think I think from, like, other people asking, I would assume that they think City or United rather than Liverpool or Everton. Exactly. And he meant Liverpool or Everton. Because then, like, later on in the conversation, he was like, oh, yeah, but, like, you're Liverpool because I said red. And I was like, Liverpool? Like, I thought you were on about City or United. Oh, wow. I know. How strange. Where are, and he's where like, are they oh, from? God, London. No. London? And he's like, oh, God, no. I was like, oh, gosh, wow. no. Absolutely not, darling. They're from Hertfordshire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't speak football. I speak hockey. Yeah, I only speak in rugby and hockey. <laughs> And posh things. I do. Canapes. Frosty morning. Canapes and caviar. <laughs> Canapes and caviar. It's the frostiest morning ever at the ski chalet. 
private guys you might not get have have we have we told them well like i think we have probably told you about um the Croatian lads, the poshest people we've ever fucking met in our lives. And it's funny, they've got a pool in the house. When we went round to theirs in the morning, I was having a cup of tea with dad, as you do. And he was like, I was like, oh, what's in that little bit over there? And he was like, oh, that's the pool. And I'm not joking, we went in, it was like a fucking leisure centre. Oh, there was floats, there was kids playing. I was like, this is another world. Fully, and then so when we met them, they were telling us about like how they love skiing holidays, and they went on a big skiing holiday, and like it just been like a, a big night, and everyone was just like a bit fucked and all arguing or something. And like they are animals, so like there was like glass in the jacuzzi, like just just dicks. <laughs> if anyone's ever watched the Riot Club, I do think the posh boys just get that little persona on them. Mm. No respect sometimes, but anyway, yeah. um, like literally to sorry. Literally to the point that we were sat in the morning. So basically we'd gone for Hal's 21st and we were sat in the morning all around, just like all having a chill. Like there was some um, like tapas bits and Lucas got it the foot of his chair and just shoved it in, like like stomped it in the hummus so much. So like there was hummus all up the leg of the chair and he was like, fuck it. So weird, isn't it? It's so weird. Um, but anyway, so they were telling us about the skiing holiday, and they, in the morning they were like, "Oh God, yeah, we'd made a, a complete record of that chalet." And then in the morning, you know, the staff came in to make breakfast, and it was the frostiest breakfast ever. Oh God! And I'm we just looked at each other like, "What is going on?" Yeah, it's funny. Yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. I think this has been such a gorgeous, wholesome chat, to be honest. Um, it has. And yeah, we we love you all so much. Anything else you want to add? Um, stop running away, ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Face the fear. Feel Sit the fear. It. Sit with the fear. It feels uncomfortable, Sit. but you know. It does. Sit with the fear. Sit with the fear. Feel really sad in your room for days. <laughs> and it will be a spiritual awakening. <laughs> but yeah, we're loving you, guys. We'll see you on Wednesday. I think we're going to film like a little midweek special on journaling, aren't we? Yeah, and we also have an episode to release on manifestation with the guests that we did in the week, which will be a little midweek at 10th of July. We are doing a manifestation workshop, babies, um, in Manchester. So we'll leave the link to book below and we'll see you all there. Love you and leave you and we'll see you all Wednesday. Bye. Bye. Hi. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Miracle Mindsets. If you enjoyed it, please let us know in Apple Podcast Reviews or on our Instagram, Miracle Mindsets. Don't we say anything on there? Yeah. Thought yeah. you would, yeah. Why? Would that be the end? <laughs> I think that was great, but what can I say after that? Um, we love you all and we'll see you next yeah. week. We love you all and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.